Welcome back to the Sean Trey Show. I've got this whole new topic of eyes wide open, and it's the idea of approaching life with an open-minded perspective and really, really going at it and, and trying to see what it is that we can achieve and accomplish and how to maximize our personal awesomeness. I like that word, awesomeness, our personal potential. I don't know if you guys remember, but when I was a little kid, it was a long time ago, we used to get those toy models and it would be this beautiful picture of this this toy and it was made from plastic. You would then get that toy and you'd take it apart and it was just little pieces of plastic. And then you got the glue and you had to assemble it. Each one of those toys was hundreds of little parts. And when you glued it together, the glue was hard to use and you had to paint it. And every time I got one of those toys in the beginning, the picture on the box was amazing. But by the time I was done with it, it looked nothing like that picture on the box. Instead, it looked actually like something that had been thoroughly pieced together in a chaotic style and fashion, <laughs> but in no way looked like what I thought it was going to look like, partially because I didn't have the skill at that time and because I had not ever learned to tap into my innate artistic potential. But the potential for those toys to be amazing was there. They had all the pieces. If you had the right paint, you had the ability to do it. But it wasn't straightforward and easy because you had to have skill. You had to have a style and learn the way to do it. But yet I've been watching these videos online with my daughter, but these people who make these intricate and amazing dioramas. And it's really important, uh, amazing how they do this. And they take these same toys and turn them into these masterpieces. And it's insane to see that the, the ability that they have to turn these things there was this one guy and he turned this this dragon toy and then he had a little diorama and he put the dragon at the bottom of the water and then it was spraying fire out through the water. This guy made it look like it was a real dragon spraying like fire through the water. It was insane, but the potential was there. It simply took this ability to, to interact with the world in a new way, in an eyes wide open sort of way, to see that potential and to realize it. And that's what we're talking about here. And this week, the topic is stay curious and open to new ideas. So how do we do that? Because we grow up as children that are innately curious. We see the world, we want to interact with the world, and we go, I want to experience the world. But when we become adults, that shifts. <laughs> Sometimes we lose that innate um, openness to the world around us, that curiosity fades and fades sometimes because we feel like we get responsibilities or there's certain things that we have to do, but it's up to us to find that because it's important. Now, one of the first things that you can do to stay curious and open to new ideas is to seek out diverse perspectives. Now, we get into our own pattern, but exposure to different perspectives can expand your worldview and challenge your assumptions. Maybe you think that the correct way to eat French toast is by putting a little bit of butter on top and some maple syrup. What if you went and visited a friend's house and they ate their French toast with peanut butter and jam? And you're like, no, this is not right. French toast must be eaten with syrup. And maybe that is where what you believe from where you come from. But maybe they come from the party of French toast and peanut butter. And maybe you, you adamantly fight against it. But when you try it, you go, you know what? It's not the way I like my French toast, but that is definitely a delicious way to approach this food. And this could be any type of thing that you 
don't normally try, but when you go and try it, it's actually much more delicious than you think. And I'm using food as an example because we get into certain patterns with what we eat. And most people will stick with the same meal again and again and again. And I'm challenging you to look at trying something different. Now, how do you apply this in your life? Well, this could be attending different cultural events, joining a meetup group, or engaging in online forums to interact with people with diverse backgrounds and learn from their experiences. It could be any number of things. It could be taking an online class. It could be going and joining some type of online group that shows you different things or things that you enjoy done in a different way. I am part of a photography group. And when I watch other people take pictures, it is very different than how I take pictures. But it's also beautiful. And then I watch what they do and I sit there and think, you know what, maybe I should try to implement some of those strategies in my life. The same thing applies to what I'm doing with my MBA right now. I'm studying my executive MBA online. Now, all the students come from countries around the world and they have different ways of doing things and to share their pursuits of academic excellence. Each person has a different way to do it and express it and study. And it's really been great to get on there and see how other people do these things. Now, seek out diverse perspectives. Next one, keep learning. Now, what does it mean to keep learning? Well, continuously seeking new knowledge and skills can keep your mind sharp and help you adapt to changing circumstances. From when we are children, when we enroll in school till later in life and finish college or finish graduate school, we are learning. And we are in this mindset of being open to new ideas. And we are like a sponge. And there's a certain point in time, though, where many people go to work and they just turn off the sponge and they become more like little rocks. And they just don't absorb information the same way. That is a choice. They could. I heard this story of a man who was in his, I think, 70s and 80s and then decided that he wanted to learn piano. Yesterday, I was reading this story about a woman who began weight training in her late 60s, early 70s. And then by her 80s, she was this fitness guru that was regularly lifting heavy weights and in phenomenal shape. They chose to keep learning. They believed that no matter where they were at in their life, they could absorb new information. And you know what? It works when you go out and try a new activity, whether that be going back to school, whether that be trying to learn a new language or an instrument, your brain will adapt and you will succeed if you try it. But you have to be willing to try. Now, how are some ways that we can do that? Maybe read books, take online courses, attend workshops or conferences, or listen to podcasts like this on a variety of topics that interest you. Podcasts are a great new way to learn information. And if that's not your style, YouTube is an awesome resource for learning new things. Go out, see what you can find, and try to implement those things in your life. And what's next? Embrace ambiguity. Why is this important? Well, being comfortable with uncertainty and complexity can help you approach new ideas with an open mind and avoid making snap judgments. Again, how do we go near that? Well, you got to understand that the only constant in the world is that things are constantly in flux, that things are constantly changing, that the world around us is not stable and is never going to be stable, that the only constant as we ride on this giant ball of rock through space is that things are changing. Now, we can learn to be comfortable with change 
Every day, we grow older. Every day, we add one more day of experience, but also one more day of uncertainty as we move through our life. And that can be daunting. It can be scary. But we can also create structure and order with our goals, with our intentions. And our intentions can be fluid. I have a goal to learn my master's in business. I also am working on these videos. Every week that I make videos, I adapt to what is happening in my life that week. And I don't cling to the ideas that I'm I'm working off of. I simply adapt as I move forward. And you can too. You can constantly be adapting and challenging your assumptions. You can constantly be adapting and learning from everything that's going on around you. Now, how can we apply it? Number one, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is a powerful meditation to bring you into the present moment. And no matter what's going on in your life, you stay centered in your little Zen state. What else can you do? Explore art, whether that be viewing art or trying new things. Painting and drawing are the art of improvisation. Now, as you go along, you try to make the image that you're seeing, but at the same time, you have to just react to how you put pen to paper. And it might not always turn out the way you want, but if you can be fluid and be adaptable, you can make something awesome. Now, what else can we do? Try a new hobby that challenges you to learn new skills. I would love to go back and learn to make Uh, some of those models again, because maybe this time in my life, I can approach them in a way that is more open-minded. Maybe it would actually be a lot more fun. They'd turn out and look a little bit better, I hope. Now, what else can we do? To have an eyes wide open mentality, you should question assumptions. Now, why is this important? Challenging your own assumptions and biases can help you to see things from different perspectives and avoid becoming too set in your ways. You see this as people get older. They kind of do the thing that they do again and again and again, myself included. I am a creature of habit. Now, when I wake up, I have my same routine that I do every day. And it's not necessarily a positive thing. Sometimes it creates a, a level of stability that makes me feel safe. But by challenging our assumptions, it allows us to see that maybe that way that we're doing things isn't the best way. Maybe the way that you boil water isn't the most efficient way. Maybe you could change things. Maybe you try cooking your eggs a different way. Maybe you try to tie your shoes. You always start with the right foot. Well, maybe try with the, starting with the left foot. Whatever it is that you, you are looking at or doing, challenge it. Challenge your belief that you're doing the right thing. I recently bought new chairs for myself and my staff. Why did I do that? Because the chairs that I was sitting in were hurting my back. So I got a new chair that allows me to sit in a better way. And do you know what? my back's not hurting anymore. And that is a thing. But I had to challenge the way I was doing things. But it turned out to be better in the end. Now, how can we challenge assumptions? Number one, engage in debate. It's a great one. Challenge your assumptions by arguing with someone who has a different opinion than you. Maybe attending a workshop on diversity and inclusion or read a book that challenges your assumptions or biases. We all have assumptions and biases. They need to be challenged. Now, How else can we have an eyes wide open mentality and stay curious? Explore the world around you. Being curious about the world and the people in it can broaden your horizons and spark new ideas. How do I do this? I love to travel. Recently, I went to the beach with my wife and we went and we learned to do traditional style fishing, net fishing, and it was super fun. And why was it fun? Because it was ridiculously difficult and we got to see the lifestyle of these people who live this every day. And we got to experience a little bit of what their lives are like and their lives as they adapt to the new environment. 
And how are they adapting? Well, they started this new tourist activity of teaching people their traditional lifestyle. Now, that is amazing to see. And it was amazing to see how they interacted with the world and how they survived. And it made me appreciate my own life even more. Now, how do we apply this? Number one, visit a museum, attend a cultural fest, maybe try a new recipe from a different culture to learn about different ways of life and broaden your perspective. Again, like I said, travel, get out there, see the world. We are hoping to go back to visit America soon. And on the way, we want to stop in Japan. I'd love for my daughter to see what a new culture is like. She's seen Vietnam and she's seen the USA. Why not another culture? Open her mind up to different experiences and different things. And that is one way to challenge your assumptions. And that is one way to explore the world around you. What's another way we can do this? To keep our curiosity up, to really see the world differently, connecting with others. Now, building relationships with people who share your interests or passions can provide opportunities for collaboration, exchange of ideas, and feedback. Now, when we interact with other people, we are forced to see the world differently. We are forced to see the world through their eyes. And it's a beautiful thing if you can be open to their perspectives. If you close yourself off and you decide to stay home and insulate yourself at all times, then you're never going to see the world in a different way. I see my neighbors that interact with the world in their small community, and they rarely change their perspectives. But there was a point in time where one person would make a change, and then the entire community will. Everyone on my street was focused on their motorbike. And then one guy bought a car and then all of the neighbors bought a car. It was a little bit of keeping up with the Joneses, but more so it was that they saw a new way to make money, that they could have this car and then they could have it as a kind of like an Uber or we call it a grab here in Vietnam as the company. And they were able to run this, this rental car and make money. The whole community caught onto the idea after one person made the change. And that is powerful. It's powerful that they were able to connect with other people and change their perspectives. Now, what else can we do? The next thing that's really important is to practice reflection. Taking time to reflect on your experiences and insights can help you identify areas for personal growth and make better decisions. Now, if we can sit there and reflect on what we're doing and think back and look at how maybe what we did was a pattern or a way of doing things that might not be serving us, we can make improvements. We can make changes. But reflection is really important. Now, this is a big part of athletes in the modern world. They will watch tape. Now, athletes will go back after a game and before a game and watch tape. What is this player doing? How is he doing something? And how should I prepare for it? And they also watch themselves. What mistakes did I make? What did I do well? And reflecting upon how they did something, they're able to better improve their journey. This is something that all of us can be doing and all of us should be doing. Now, how can you apply this in your life? Maybe write in a journal, meditate, or engage in introspection to reflect on your goals and values. Analyze your decision-making process and identify your strengths and weaknesses. Now, if you can do this, if you look at what is working for you and how you can do more of that, what is not working for you and how you can fix that, you can achieve something great. And this is all coming back to your potential. You are that model that is being put together. You are creating something amazing, but it is up to you to shape it. So I hope you guys can go out and shape something awesome in your world today. I look forward to sharing with you guys more. Definitely like and subscribe this podcast and come back for more. I'll see you guys next time. Uh...